if I could turn back time. That's actually not the right notes. If you could turn back time, would you make it so that we didn't take off all of September or was that necessary? (laughs) We were busy. We're busy, busy bees. I got places to be like Chicago. I was in Chicago and that was lovely. I I had like nine shows. It was great. Yeah, it was a busy month. That's okay. We're going to get back on track and we'll be all buckled up for the holidays can't wait oh my goodness it's christmas i want a playstation 5 <laughs> okay mom if you're listening start saving up now <laughs> i i mean i already have one i just okay so i have oh, to yeah, tell you but you need one I, for the other room you well need no one for the okay room. i actually we'll start with the ps5 story so when i bought the ps5 i was on a wait list forever and then sony was like congratulations you can buy a ps5 and i said great and we had had a conversation about getting the one without the disc but then we were like, yeah, we probably should get the disc, but whatever. We didn't think about it. On the day of, I was so excited we actually got to buy one and you only have like a window to buy it. I was like, no, no, get the one without a disc. So we did. Mistake. Um, because all of my Damn. PS4 games on the disc, I have to like repurchase them. So I am on a wait list to buy another PS5. And then the one I have, I'm going to be selling to a friend. Mm. And You we can just, say the name of the friend who's it's been Taylor. on the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Might be listening. And literally last week, Sony was like, Hey, Billy, you wanted to buy a PS5? You've been on the list for months. Here's your chance. And me and the fiance were like, hell yeah. Taylor, get ready. You're going to buy this PS5. We're going to buy a new one. And then we woke up on the day of and we were like so busy and sleep deprived that the window to buy it opened and we missed it by an hour. Like (gasps) it's like it's like a four hour window and we came in one hour in and they were already sold out. So I'm (gasps) on the wait list again. Oh, no. To eventually buy a PlayStation 5 with a disk drive. What a mess. Jeez, that sucks. I'll play It'll No happen. Man's Sky again it's when gonna I'm dead. It's going to happen. Um, yeah, you'll get it. Yeah. It's okay. But in the meantime, uh, Poptimist is back, baby. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, no matter when you're listening. Welcome to Poptimist, a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism. I'm your host, Billy, here joining my co-host, Dagny. What are your side effects? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that was very good. I thought my computer was glitching for a second and just speeding up your audio. Like That was very good. That was my uh, my uh, experimental medicine end of commercial voice. Yeah, that was good. Damn. That caffeine, um, you know what? I had a I had a can of coffee driving home from work, and I think it's working. Seems like Who it, are you? I would guess. My co-host. <laughs> oh, my name's Dagny. If you haven't listened <laughs> 70 episodes in, or if this is your first episode, maybe go listen to a real one and then this one. But th- this will be fun too, because I have something very important to talk about. First of all, we need to talk on um the most important piece of pop culture news of all time which is okay. the try guys <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even i'm not touching this no no I no learned... no it's very i i i don't know if you saw my tweet but this was genuine that if you had asked me a week ago when the last video the try guys put out was released i would have said 2016 i had no idea they were still around and then this has become so huge snl I... just did people are upset about the snl sketch we're not getting into it but well, snl shouldn't spoof they internet drama because it. it's not as big as they think it is they think the audience no. is gonna know what they're talking about I will say this, um, <laughs> Try Guys, if anyone in the future, like if I'm ever like in a Try Guys video and this comes up, the situation, I'll say, you know what? The big fallout in 2022 did teach me uh, Ned's name. And that's I now know all their names. It's crazy. I, uh, right? Um, uh, ne- I only, only know Eugene because I saw him at the Abbey once. <laughs> I was going to say I know Eugene because I've seen him at the Abbey twice. <laughs> I win. Um that's funny. No, I don't care about that. Uh, I will say my TikTok think, thought I did. My TikTok yep. showed me like the breaking news version. And then it was a week of just eat the biscuit, silver lady and try guy news. And I was like, what happened, TikTok? Why do you think this is what I want? TikTok? Eat the biscuit. Well, it's because last try guys thing. Um, it's because the majority of TikTok are 
Gen Zers who grew up with Try Guys, and I was mm. falling off the BuzzFeed train, I think, yeah. as Try Guys were continuing. Um, so I think that has to be why it was so big, but I never, I was, I was like, I don't care. It's not great. You know? My wife, it's funny though. It, it is, is funny. Um, in a fucked up way. Okay, so we can talk. I know we both have watched. I've only watched episode one of Interview with a Vampire. We can talk about that. But yeah, I do have to talk about first, possibly my second favorite movie of the year that I saw yesterday. Oh, okay. What'd you go see? Um, so I do still have to say my first, my number one favorite movie of the year is Everything Everywhere All at Once. I feel like Iconic. I'm forgetting another movie that I saw that I really enjoyed. But nope. at the moment, Nope. Yes. Those are two of those my Because those are still my two. Yeah. Nope was very, very good. So... What I saw yesterday, don't know if you have seen a trailer for it. I went into it having seen no trailer whatsoever, only knew what John had told me about it. This movie is called Barbarian. I am not a horror movie person. I, Hell yeah. Well, I have become more you of a are. horror movie person. We thought like, we weren't I enjoy when we were kids it. and we avoided it and we shouldn't have. We would have loved it. Yeah. And this movie, this is not giving anything away. It's just kind of setting the scene. It's the first, it's in the trailer. It's in, it's the first 20 minutes of the um, a girl goes to her airbnb in detroit michigan and it's in like a sketchy neighborhood figure that out pretty um and somehow it's been double booked the airbnb so bill skarsgård is already there which i've never seen him out of drag in a movie so (laughs) (laughs) i love that you just said bill skarsgård out of drag you saw isn't he Uh, in isn't he in um i know it's not a movie but big little lies oh yes this one you you'll have to see he's got like Kind of, I mean, already these these guard men's have these sunken eyes. Really, no, it's Alex Skarsgård is the one in Big Little Lies. It's oh, the am other I mixing up? Oh, I am mixing up. One of them also isn't a brother. One of them's just like an unrelated, same last name, oh. Skarsgård. Isn't that crazy? Bill has to be related. They have to be related. I don't. They even have know. the same. I'm, I feel like I'm completely wrong about all of this, and I don't know. Mad. I just know that this was Bill Skarsgård. And at the end, I was like, who was that like hipster kind of guy? And then John was like, it was Pennywise. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, those Skarsgård boys, they've got the sharp jaw, like really defined faces, sunken eyes, super creepy, but also bizarrely very handsome. Um, so anyway, he's in it. The girl that comes, the Airbnb, this little house has been double booked. Things are kind of weirdly tense, but he's like acting like a nice Midwest boy, which is it's sweet. But you do kind of feel a little weird about him. But also the situation of her being like, I don't have anywhere to stay. And then they're trying to sort out how to do this living. Anyway, that's a good half of it or not a good half. That's like the first 20 minutes, I would say. And then things get spooky. spooky. Um, and then it gets spookier and spookier and spookier. And there was one jump scare because I don't really love jump scares in movies. I, I, mean, re- I prefer thrillers. But these the jump scares in this were earned and like well done. Um, and I John laughed. Um, I jumped so hard that like my legs <laughs> went up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was fun. Um, and then after like a really intense moment, it cuts to Justin Long driving in California in a convertible um, and incredibly funny from there. Like he has a fucked up situation, um, but the movie for like a, a good another 30 minutes is a comedy. It is very funny. Um, and then he I don't want to give away the whole thing, but 
he ends up back at the house. It's a, it's very good. I really yeah, no I, barbarians on my list. I really want to go. You see really it. should go see it. It's so fun. The whole audience was having a great time. John and I laughed really hard, and I also jumped. And it's just like the perfect mixture of comedy and horror. Um, and I was talking to John because I, you talked about Nope with Jordan Peele. I feel like is the first person to really do horror where you're like, I agree with the decisions the characters are making. Yeah. Um, and also his heroes live to the end, except for us. We know kind of one. You haven't watched us, have you? Oh my God, what? It doesn't matter. I'm not going to spoil the end of it, but it's kind of like, uh, uh, hmm, no, I haven't seen us. is it? Is it the hero? Who knows? Um, but yeah, you like, they're, they're not dumb people. They're like doing what makes sense. I'm talking about Jordan Peele, but I will also say this movie um, I don't know if I would make the same choices that this woman makes, but <laughs> I do agree with what she does in the end. I'm like, okay, you are a good person and you're making choices that I think a normal person would make. Although there were, I leaned over to John at one point because she's just going like creepy room and then she goes through the door and then she goes and there's another door and then there's another door. And I leaned over to John because before he had told me that it was also a comedy. And this is towards the beginning. I was like, John, is the comedy just that she never stops going through creepy doors? Because <laughs> it's like door. four in a row. And she just yeah. keeps going. And at that point, I was like, this dumb girl. And then, it anyway, it's all motivated. And it's very That's good. Rad. I could I do, keep talking about it. It is on my list. It, I do really want to see it. It should well, be your next one, especially because it's spooky season. Now. I know. It's I'm October. trying to, I'm going I'm to watch. I've never seen the original Hellraiser. I want to watch the ori- Hellraiser 1, Hellraiser mm-hmm. 2, right into the Hulu. I want to watch all three. But I heard I do the Hulu say, reboot's good. I did. I mean, yeah, well, it's the the estate. Is Clive Barker still alive? I should know that. But I know Clive Barker wanted know. to remake it. Um, he's the author of the book and the director of the original, which is cool, um, which is also a very British thing to do. He wanted to make a movie, but no one would make it. So he wrote a novel, got the novel published, and then had the <laughs> filmmaking rights and then made the movie. Do what um, you gotta do. But uh, I can't, I mean, I don't even know if I can say this, but I'm gonna, because who cares? I am on the SAG Award nominating committee, um, which is cool. You're just randomly selected. I didn't do anything other than uh, tell this union I'm an actor and give them a bunch of money. So I was... Uh, uh, randomly selected, but I get to go to these screenings. I'm going to try and go to a bunch, but just rapid fire the two I've gone through so far because apparently award season has already feckin' started. Mm. Wait, didn't um, you already talk about the first one on here? Did I talk about the, Hustle? Doesn't matter. You can tell it again. I, I feel remember. like you maybe did, but Hustle's also you... good. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Uh, I only went to the screening because Adam Sandler was going to be there and the moderator was Henry Winkler, um, but I ended up really liking the movie. I think I did talk about this. This is just a good basketball movie. Um, you don't even have to like basketball. It's just really well made. And Adam Sandler is great. And so, But then I went to a pre-screening of Amsterdam mm-hmm. with Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, uh, Taylor Swift, rest in peace, um, Anya oh. Taylor-Joy. Oh, I know what drama you're talking about. Cut for a second. I was like, wait, what? Oh. <laughs> oh, she's fine. Um, yeah, she's fine. And I don't know... <laughs> how to say this i really liked amsterdam no oh, nice. critics no critics do everyone seems confused by it i also think everyone's uh very critical of david o russell for being a, a piece of shit in real life and maybe that's yeah. correct and maybe they should but i went to the screening because it was free and, and then christian bale was there which i didn't know was going to happen and that was weird Ooh. to see christian bale in person um yeah but it's a it's a fairly Bad goofy man. movie with a very serious subject matter and maybe that's why people aren't connecting with it mm-hmm. um and something Christian Bale said in the talk back was in any other telling of this story, his character would be a supporting character. Uh, oh. But instead, he's the focus of the movie. And he's correct about that. Like it is he's kind of like a 
in the plot, like the big conspiracy, he's not the main player. He's just kind of on the sidelines, but he's the character mm -hmm. we follow the story through. Um, and the three of them together are so charming. I love Margot Robbie. I'll watch her do anything. Christian Bale's great. Yeah. The cast is bonkers. And I was surprised to see how bad the reviews are. Because it is it is a movie about a, an attempted uh, presidential coup and the rise of neo-Nazis. Or not neo, sorry, actual Nazis. It's the 30s. <laughs> They're not neo yet. Mm. Um, and fascism in America. Uh, and that's all treated like very seriously. Um, uh, but then the characters are very goofy. Like there's a, a, a part towards the end of the movie where Christian Bale is backstage at this event with Oscar Isaac, not Oscar Isaac, who's a um, bug eye man, Rami Malek. Oh. With uh, mm -hmm. Rami Malek and Anya Taylor-Joy. The most Taylor handsome Joy. frog in the world. Yes. And, That's so mean. <laughs> and you start to think that maybe Anya Taylor-Joy and Rami Malek are like Nazi sympathizers. And it's the oh. early 30s, so it's fairly early for that. But yeah. then they, they, they're like, Christian Bale's try, always trying to find a like pain reliever. He's a doctor looking for like pain relief, uh, injured in World War I, and he's got chronic pain. And they're like, oh, try this. It's a new stimulant out of Munich. It's fantastic. And the whole movie, they've been a little wired. And they never expressed this. But if you know anything about the Nazis, you know that they were basically on meth mm -hmm. for all of the war to keep them awake and to keep them, like, aggressive. And so, like, if you know that about, about what's going on in the time period, you realize that they've just handed Christian Bale basically meth. And he's like, oh, sure. And he, like, does a couple drops in his mouth. And then oh. he's, like, he's, like, wired for the next 20 minutes of the movie. And they never, like, go out of the way to be like, and then the Nazis developed meth to keep the, or, like, you know, created methamphetamine to make their soldiers always, but, you know, a little bit of history. You know, Christian Bale's fucking on meth right now. <laughs> it's really funny yeah, while this really serious stuff is happening. So, I don't know. Maybe they weren't feeling it, but I've missed a couple screenings. I just haven't been able to go. Also, here's a weird thing about these. Um, I just got an email, um, and I couldn't go anyway, but I got an email to go see Till, the new uh, uh, biopic yeah. about Emmett Till, which looks fantastic, but also, we know, I know that story. It's going to be very depressing. It's going to be very yes. heavy. And the trailer gonna, alone is like yes. a tearjerker. It's so um, sad. So God. if you, and you know, Emmett Till, it's a horrible story. And they were like, come yeah. join us for a screening of Till with a talk back at, of the cast uh, at the Directors Guild building on October whatever at 10 in the morning. No. And I said, excuse me, <laughs> excuse Time you. to ruin your whole day. Did you say 10 in the morning? <laughs> God. No, um, but there's a few. There's a quite a few I want to see this year. I'm gonna try and see as many as I can, and I'll talk about them on here. Yeah, gotta so go see Barbarian. I do. I do really. It's very see much Barbarian. worth it. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Well, I now and I guess we're 15 minutes in, but this is this is our uh, yeah. uh, fall September roundup. We're doing just a pop culture oh. recap. <laughs> yeah, Anyone we never talked about home? that. I know. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got two episodes in the can already. So one next week and the week after. Dagny and I should in be the back can. On track. In the can, baby. <laughs> Um, that's what they say in the radio biz. Um, oh. So we'll be we'll be on track going forward. But you got anything else you want to talk about? Because I got stuff for sure. pop culture um, things. We can talk about interview, but also spoiler: we're doing another episode today, so we have other things to talk about. So save some stuff for yeah, the audience. Let's let's save that for next. Week. Okay, talk about we'll talk about it with with our guest. Did I ever talk about "Don't Worry, Darling" on here? Did you talk about this? Is how bad we've been about on top of it i don't even remember what you talked about with the episode we already recorded that comes out next week i don't know if i talked about it you listen to it tell me <laughs> i haven't listened to it yet that's so funny uh well i saw don't worry darling i can't remember if i talked about it or not. um and i did enjoy it it was it i saw a tiktok and i maybe agree with it where if there hadn't been so much press around it prior to the movie yeah i think it would have maybe been considered a very very good film but everybody went into it ready to criticize it. 
And I do want to say Harry Styles was not bad. People really tried to show that one clip and they were like, his acting is so bad. It's not. He's fine. Yeah. Um, he just has to act across Florence Pugh, who's a powerhouse. So that's speaking um, of real quick, speaking of pop stars acting, um, Taylor Swift is in Amsterdam. She is oh. in only about 10 minutes of it. And uh, uh, and look, and I just want to say, I am not ready for Taylor Swift to come out as a lesbian. And I have to pretend like I've always been like a super fan of hers. I'm not prepared for that. But it's it's inevitable. It's coming. I don't think um, it's going to happen. Some drama around that as well. It's not going to happen right now, but it will happen eventually. And I'm going to have to pretend that like, we'll whatever. See. But uh, uh, I'm excited for whatever Taylor Swift is doing in the music world. Uh, I do not think she should be in more movies. <laughs> Interesting. It was, it was very hey, Not everybody mediocre. can be Harry Styles or Gaga. They I was going to say, Gaga's the example you should use. Gaga's Gaga the can example. <laughs> Yeah, Harry Styles is like, eh, pretty face and can emote pretty well. But um, yeah, I had some issues with Don't Worry Darling just in and not just because of the PR around it. But I, overall, I did enjoy it. I just have seen better movies. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it, it was it was fun. The twist was, people said the twist was predictable, and I actually had it wrong. Um, but yeah, I would recommend it. Is the twist that they're all robots? No. Damn. It's not Westworld. <laughs> I'm only watching movies about robots in 2020. Oh, well. Okay, 2023, you can still go see Barbarian. You're right. Then. You're right. No I got robots. time. I got time. Yeah. Well, hey, this will be something fun. Let's take a moment to join Billy in the Los Angeles live theater corner. I've seen so much live theater in the past month. Oh, yes. I still am um, trying to see. Oh, I'm going to talk about that first. Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plains. Okay, so Oklahoma, the revival from 2019 is on tour. I saw it at the Amundsen uh, in downtown LA. It is Rogers and Hammerstein's Oklahoma, and it is exceptional. Um, so long story short, the stagers, creators, directors. Is this going to be short? Long story very, short? I'm going to do it very short. Okay. They took the... <laughs> book and lyrics of Oklahoma. They didn't change a single line of dialogue or a single lyric, but they changed the intention behind everything to give it a brand new, completely fresh new interpretation of Oklahoma that is about classism and racism and, uh, I don't know, colonialism. And yeah. also the the All ballet, the, the ballet that's typically in Oklahoma in right around intermission was a one woman, 10 minute modern interpretive ballet that blew my mind. Um, if you get a chance to see this tour, uh, this version of Oklahoma, go see it because it's incredible. And the uh, lead, the actress playing Lori, is an OCU alum. So, hey, that's fun. Oklahoma um, City University. Sasha, uh, I, I also, also in Hamilton. Saw, uh, she was in Hamilton, but she's the lead in this. So she's on the poster. Yeah. She's crushing it. I know. Um, she's on banners across LA okay. that I've seen on Light Post. Uh, I also saw The Search for Intelligent Life in the Universe starring Cecily Strong from SNL. Speaking uh, of SNL. Oh, nice. actually, before we talk about that, I did want to tell you I got to talk at work the other day. I got to talk to someone about Oklahoma. So ah. there's a, a regular at where I, the restaurant I work at who when he was younger, he was on Broadway and now he's like in production. Hmm. And he I knew he was friends with this person. But uh, he was like, hey, Billy, hey, hey, uh, table for three tonight. I was like, three? Who's joining you? He's like, oh, Stephen. And this is the story about how I met the composer of Pippin, Godspell, and Wicked, Stephen what? Schwartz. Yeah, what? so I met Stephen Schwartz the other night. What? <laughs> you didn't tell me before now? Yeah, I wanted to tell you on the show. <laughs> oh, my God. 
So Stephen Schwartz walked in, sat down, wasn't in my section. But I was like, I'm talking to them. And eventually when we oh. slowed down, I got to go talk to them a bit. And I, uh, the other guy, his name is Michael. I said, Michael, have you seen Oklahoma yet? Um, and he said, no, I'm trying to. And Stephen Schwartz piped up and said, oh, I saw that in New York. It was exceptional. Mm. I was like, and then we just uh, we sat so there. You just got to shoot the shit with Stephen Son- or Oh, my God. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> dead. Oh, Stephen Schwartz. Uh, Stephen Children Schwartz. of Eden. No one cares about that music. But yeah. <laughs> um, he was he was lovely. And then we talked a little bit about Oklahoma because I talked about going to school there. We didn't talk about Kristen Chenoweth, but that would have been funny. Same yeah. Way, same but yeah. Uh, it was wild. I got to talk to Stephen Schwartz about musicals. And then That's I knew this. I, I knew this was true too. But he also told me that in New York, Oklahoma was in the round, and during intermission, they served chili and cornbread. And I'm mad they don't do that on tour. That's amazing. Ugh, yeah. Jealous. So uh, that was very cool. It was, um, what? That's nuts. So you didn't say anything. That's, I know. Ugh. I've been playing it cool. I've been playing it cool. I mean, uh, we're friends. That's now. like a I'm once in a on lifetime thing. You just I hope when he comes back. <laughs> talk about. Oh my gosh! I was talking about musicals with Stephen Schwartz over dinner. Crazy. Crazy. Okay. Um, but that's, then, yeah. that's exciting you should have lived cool. with that why didn't you start first that's the coolest thing i forgot that for a second i was thinking about cecily awesome. strong and forgot um and this show was good so i didn't know it's actually a show that was written in the 70s by the woman who would later become lily tomlin's wife and the mm-hmm. original performer was lily tomlin in the 70s um mm-hmm. so this was a remount um, and I actually felt that the play felt a little dated, but what can you do? It was groundbreaking in the 70s. Yeah. Um, but Cecily Strong was incredible. And it was very cool to see her doing a one woman show, 90 minutes, where she played like 14 different characters. It was fantastic. Awesome. Uh, and the last thing I want to talk about is when I went and saw Sanctuary City at the Pasadena Playhouse. Mm-hmm. And this might already be closing. You're, uh, from, was it your yours or the fiance that was like your proper gaze now because you're theater? Yeah. We're, yeah. We're seasoned. <laughs> season pass season, holders at the yeah, Pasadena pass Playhouse. Playhouse. And I will say on the record, the Pasadena Playhouse is my favorite live theater company in Los Angeles. They oh, are, yeah. What, I have what was never that? seen a bag show. Uh, Head, the over last show? Head Over Heels. Head Over Heels. That was I have, so good. I have never seen a show I haven't liked there. And Sanctuary City was no exception. Um, it's probably already closed, but they talk about trying to send it to Broadway, and they should. It's it's one of the best new plays I've seen. It was a, a world premiere. Playwright wrote it for them, basically. Damn. Uh, in their pre-show speech, because the Pasadena Playhouse is so old, they were like, they were like, and this is, we like doing works uh, by new playwrights, and you maybe have never heard of this playwright, but no one had ever heard of August Wilson the first time we did one of his shows. And I was like, that's fucking cool. Oh, my um, God. Um, and it's, it's just a three-person, one-act play. It was 90 minutes, maybe a little longer. Um, I don't really want to get into it uh, <laughs> too much because uh, it was so conceptual and so brilliant, but it's one of the best plays I've ever seen. I can't stop huh. thinking about it. Uh, and also, Megan, what's her name from Hacks and TikTok mm-hmm. was in the audience, and I had to bite my tongue every time she walked by and not go, hi, gay, happy Pride Month. Um, Is that? That's her. I think that's a different girl. It's not. It's not? I absolutely of- can guarantee you it's not. <laughs> Okay, there's another girl on TikTok that has a similar vibe to the girl from um, Hacks. Yeah, but no, it's no. She's okay. high gay, happy Pride Month. Okay, she's so funny. My but, God, uh, yeah. Sanctuary City is basically about a boy and a girl in high school. Act one is just little vignettes about them where they're both undocumented. Mm-hmm. And then one of the girls becomes a citizen because before she turns eighteen, her mother gets naturalized, and then she's like, "Hey, male best friend, I'll just marry you." And we'll, yeah. we'll fake it. We'll do all the storytelling and we'll get you a citizenship and then we'll do, it'll be fine. Uh, and then that's all vignettes and it's all stylized. And then the second mm. half, a full set that I didn't know they were fucking hiding, a full apartment set shows up. And the last 90 minutes is three years later. She didn't go through with it. She shows up one night back in New York to be like, I'm sorry, I, I think we should get married. 
for you to become a citizen. Uh, and it's basically then the third character shows up to throw the wrench and everything. And the, the last yeah. hour, maybe 50 minutes is not vignettes. It is one scene in the apartment at three in the morning as they argue about what went wrong. Oh, um, whoa. And from an acting, writing, set design, lighting design, sound design, it is one of the best plays I've ever seen. Sanctuary City. And actually the Billy, play goes around. Wait, hold I'm on. Right. What? You, I'm a little unclear. Is it? one of the best plays you've ever seen shut the fuck up actually <laughs> wait 30 seconds i'm gonna grab the play because i want to know this is an audio medium is this just yeah, for yeah, my benefit to... okay well billy is gone um All right, i uh, oh that was so quick i was drawing a blank on how to fill the silence anyway i'm a really no, good so, podcaster so. <laughs> the playwright's name is martina mahok uh okay. you spell her last name m-a-j-o-k but uh fan I'm just raving about this show. So, but I also nice. say the reason we got ticket uh, season passes for the Pasadena Playhouse is they're doing Sondheim because he passed away. They're doing two Sondheim shows, mm-hmm. but they're also having a concert next year, and you can only get tickets to the concert if you're season pass holders. Mm-hmm. Do you know about the stagnant? Are you yeah, mad? Yeah, you already told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's two nights only, baby. Bernadette Peters in concert. I cannot wait. Wait, if you're season pass holders and you're the only ones who get tickets, does that mean you can buy four tickets? I will look in, and then I'll pay you back. Cheers. Um, okay. It's me, Bernadette Peters. That's that, really that bad. That was not a great Bernadette Peters, but more power to you. Keep it up. Bernadette Keep practicing. Peters playing the French cousin in Anastasia, the animated cartoon. That's her biggest role. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what anyone listening, if you've never heard of Bernadette Peters, that's probably what you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. Well. There are probably other things to talk about, but we should save them for our episodes with our guests so we had to chat yeah, about. Just, so this was a nice little 30-minute mini-sode to cover some things we haven't gotten a chance to cover. Sea Barbarian. Sea Barbarian. And also, I know I, I talk about it in the episode that's going to air next weekend, or next week, uh, where we are joined again by Alex Villarreal. Um but I'm obsessed with the Rings of Power TV show. I think it's great. I'm an apologist. Mm. I will fight anyone. The Lord of the Rings TV show I'm obsessed with. Check it out. John, really John's great. watching it. We we were watching it. And then I was like, eh, I'm okay if you want to keep going. I'll you're catch wrong. it when you're watching it. Um, I didn't dislike it. Just for some reason it wasn't sticking. But I also realized the last time I watched the Lord of the Rings movies was with you and Gina Bishop. Ha! <laughs> I literally haven't watched them since those director's cuts. So I just need to go back and rewatch them and get a passion things again. Yeah, and I think I might and enjoy I will it. Say but it's been over thing, a decade. One thing they just did um, was, I think it's episode six is 70 minutes long. Uh, it's one battle. So yes, they, that's they the really, only episode they, I haven't watched. I watched oh five episodes. Dang me, yeah. watch it. Because like, they talk about how it's the most expensive TV show of all time. And that episode, I went, no shit. Like, they just did mm. great work on it from, like, it's it's incredible what they pulled. Gotcha. Um, and, uh, yeah, I understand the criticisms of it. I just disagree. I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's it, what the show's mean, about, though, right? Is liking things. That's the yeah. point of Optimus. So. And I, I wouldn't say it was bad or anything. I just didn't have the enough Lord of the Rings passion to really keep up with it. But well, it's I did enjoy like, it. I just, I was like, there's so many things on right now. It's yeah. so long before the Lord of the Rings too. I mean, it's like what, like 10,000 years, 5,000 years. It's a long ass. Yeah, it's, it's long. All right. I get it confused with House of Dragon, which I'm going to talk about House of Dragon later, but um, uh, the timeline of it being a prequel, one of them <laughs> is longer than the other. And I can never oh, yeah. remember. I, yeah. Hot D is only like 200 years and Lord of the Rings is thousands. Apologies if there's a it's not echo, you're good rec, an echo right now my airpods disconnected 
Well, hey, okay, if we can't if we if we can't end an episode on a technical malfunction, then what are we even doing here? Yeah, uh, Apple. Oh make my your god, my name more. is Dagny. I have AirPods. I do have AirPods. They're noise canceling. They're fancy, but maybe my ears are shaped weird. Maybe it's me. It could be me. Weigh in in the comments <laughs> if you don't have any struggles with AirPods. But my god, do they fall out of my ears? Yeah. They hurt. Like Apple, I don't know whose ear you're designing these earbuds with, but get it together. I don't agree. I think that I think it's bad. Okay, being optimistic. <laughs> um, Wrap us up. Uh, well, this has been Poptimus. This has been a cute little mini sode. Be sure it's to so tune cute. in. So cute and little. Um, be sure to tune in next week and listen to previous episodes. We're gonna get back into it. Be you know, we release episodes ideally every Wednesday. The month of September. No Wednesdays. One? Maybe one? Maybe one. It's okay. We are not... Yeah, anyway, this is a really bad outro. If you enjoyed this episode... Okay, if you enjoyed this Poptimo... Oh, wow! (laughs) If you enjoyed this episode of Poptimist, be sure to follow us on Instagram so you're alerted when there is a new episode released, and that is Poptimist Pod. Um, And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, want to weigh in on your own hot takes... Uh, email us at poptimuspod at gmail.com and be sure to comment, subscribe, rate, give us five stars, um, all that jazz. Anyway, my outros are usually better. And if you want to believe me, listen to all of our other episodes where they're much more cohesive and not rambling. Although sometimes it is rambly, but yep, that's all. Cool. Say bye. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll watch. laughs>